Welcome to the LVR Podcast, a podcast designed for Australian mortgage brokers made by brokers. We're here to help answer your questions with solid industry answers. Learning, validation, and respect. Now, here's your hosts, Ruan Berger and Marissa Schultz. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode. We're really glad that you could join us. Today, we're talking about a more difficult topic of how do you handle loan declines? So this is obviously something that every mortgage broker wants to avoid as much as possible. I mean, getting a loan decline for a client is really upsetting, not only for yourself, but also for the client and having to share that news with your client is equally as upsetting. Uh, so I'd love to hear from you, Rowan. What What are your thoughts around how brokers can better handle loan declines? I think at the end of the day, our industry is about highs and lows. High being the approval, it can last five minutes, and low being the decline that can last two weeks sometimes. I think you you really need to make sure when you do your recommendation to clients that you have a real, you've done the checks and balances. You've really spent the time to go through those things. But I do think for me personally over the years being a broker, it was what I sold up front to the clients, how I educated my clients and to be clear with them to say, listen, I may find the right lender for you and that lender's policy is allowing us to do this business, but do understand that lenders do have appetite. So just because I put it to them and they've had a lot of this type of business, they on appetite can decide we don't want to take this deal. And those are the things I cannot control. And then if a decline had to happen, it is such an easier conversation, never going to be fun, but an easier conversation to go, as I said to you, um, at the start, I used to tell my brokers that as I rule for me was, if you can say, as per my text message, as per my email, as per our conversation, you're usually going to put you in a better position to have those hard, not so fun conversations. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I couldn't agree more about your point about preparing before you give the advice. So making sure that you've done the servicing calculations, making sure you've checked every aspect of the scenario with the BDM and making sure that it is going to fit that lender's policy and that it is going to work with that lender. Um, And definitely, you know, if there is doubt about the approval of that particular loan, definitely setting up the client's expectations that, look, you've done everything you can do to confirm that this lender choice will work, but it's not a guarantee. You know, I think that brokers can fall into a trap of promising the world and not delivering or under delivering with their research in the initial phase and just wanting to submit something quickly, which is not only a waste of time for the broker, but really detrimental to the customer's credit report as well. So I think at the end of the day, two things here, like you said, it's the preparation in terms of making sure that you're only recommending something that is actually going to work for the client and is extremely likely going to get approved and that you have set the client's expectations adequately to definitely give them that upfront thought that if there is something that you're not certain about or something that the BDM hasn't been able to sign off on, that there is a chance that it might come back with some questions. Yeah. And and again, 
you know, it's almost re-engineering it if you think about it. You know, if you can have that conversation and say, Tim, this is where we're going to go. These are the timelines. If we do it now, we should be able to have an approval in this time. If anything goes wrong, this is our plan B. Yeah, that's really important. You know, plan B looks this way. Just so that you know, we, we are trying to cover off on everything. We're trying to, to, from pillar to post, give you the best opportunity to know we can get this done. That being said... Just take this into account. One one of the things um, for me over the years that I've learned, and this was starting as a broker in 2006, 2007, one of the very good lessons I had from a credit assessor back then was if you can treat every deal like a decline, you have a better opportunity of it being approved. And I said, you know, it almost baffled me a little bit. Like, how's, how does that work? Well, I know this is a deal, so why would I treat it like a decline? And he, his point he made that I thought it's such a valuable point and it's something that formed me in respect of how I did business going forward and then um, how I trained other brokers was that you have to appreciate that you sat in front of that client, you've had an opportunity to to relate and resonate with that client. The credit assessor hasn't. Mm. So if you can truly treat it that way and you know what, if I have to think back of the times I had to clients, it was the times... When I started, when nah, this is a deal. This is a lady I'm there. I didn't take that time to say, well, what if, what if mm. that I would have done when I treated it as a decline. And then when it was a tough deal, when it was a 50-50, surprisingly, imagine me sitting there and the next moment the approval just come through. Yeah. Well, because I really, really measured this deal. I gave all the information necessary to give the assessor the best possible opportunity to give me what I'm seeking, which is an approval. Yeah. Similar to what we do in our team, that we almost do a forensic investigation to look at everything. We do look at it from a credit assessor's perspective and think, what could go wrong with this deal? Yeah. What are the factors that the credit assessor won't like? You know, making sure that we get a credit report for every single client before we do a deal, yep. making sure that we get their bank statements directly from Elion so that we can actually review everything forensically so that there are no surprises. Because we were finding originally before we implemented these processes that we could do all the checks and balances, we could do the servicing, we could run the scenario and everything would be great with the lender, but then there'd be a surprise credit card facility that the client forgot to mention that yeah. their son's using that they didn't realise was still on their credit report. Or they don't know it's a credit card, Lombard Finance. Yeah. No, that's not a credit card. Exactly. So <laughs> um, if you're able to do that forensic investigation up front so that there are no surprises, you're going to eliminate 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 or drastically reduce the amount of declines that you're getting, which is obviously preferable for everybody. Yeah. And also making sure that you're, you know, being responsible. I mean, that's I guess that's part of the best interest duty, isn't it? To make sure that we're lending responsibly, yeah. understanding their financial position probably better than they understand it themselves at times yeah. before we're actually recommending a loan option. And if I can give one more tip from my days as a broker, that is if you did get a decline, Deal with it. Mm. It happens to us all. So don't keep on complaining about it. Deal with it. Fix it. That's almost if I can use the term, fix it. And find a solution. That's it. Find a solution for the client and move on. That's it. But more to the point, before you move on, go and give this deal that got declined the necessary attention it deserves. Mm. Go and do a whiteboard session. See where you have you gone wrong. Yeah. Because clearly if you don't get the approval, something went wrong. Mm. So by you just now moving on and say, okay, well, I'll find a solution, here we go. I think that is an 
for me personally, that's an undervalued proposition. It's um, you haven't really learned yeah. from that from from that outcome. You've got to give it the time it deserves. Yeah, it definitely is a learning opportunity, and it is an opportunity to change your internal processes and systems. Yeah. So that that mistake doesn't get made again. Agreed. And and again, we we talk about learning. You know, so many people says you have to learn that that makes it so good. But if you do it again, it isn't a learning. It's a mistake. Yeah, that's right. Because you've had an opportunity to ensure you know to 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 ensure this doesn't happen again. Again. And the other thing that I will say about a decline, I think you need to appreciate that two very important parts is going to become your control and your communication. The worst thing that can happen when you do have a decline is to be like an ostrich with your head in the sand. Um, there is nothing worse, I think, from a client experience point of view, when you don't control and communicate what is next. What can you expect of us now? What is, you know, timelines in respect to finances? Do you, this is how we're going to work to still meet that finance date? And, and again, what you said, prevention is better than cure. Mm. You've got to make sure the client understands what may happen next. And don't ever think just because you got the deal now approved when it was declined that this client is okay with it. Don't ever think that this client is going to sing your praises. Unfortunately, know this much, that that client's experience now could be a bit tarnished by going, you know what? Yes, he got it approved. Yes, she got it approved. But it wasn't really that nice a process. Yeah. Versus at the end of the day, own that moment. Make sure you are in control and that you control it for them and communicate to them in respect of what is expected next and why this has gone wrong. I would even go as far as you've got them that approval and you've gone and done your deep dive with where you could have done better. Share that information. This client could be a client for life just because you didn't hold back in taking responsibility when it's yours to take. Yeah, absolutely. Communication is so important and it is easy to avoid the hard conversations. Yeah. You know, it's not normally a conversation that any broker wants to have with their client to tell them the loan's been declined, but definitely getting onto it quickly in a timely manner, being transparent, being honest and going forward with the next step and the next solution that you're going to uh, proceed with is going to make it a lot better. No, 100%. And um, I I think just to conclude, if we had to recap, it is own that moment, but most of all, make sure that if you have any opportunity to prevent that from happening, prevent it from happening. And if it did happen, Control and communicate. Make sure that you own that moment and that the client don't feel that they suddenly left in a moment of stress, in a moment of panic. No, you are still controlling that outcome. So it is up to you to make sure that the client at the end of the day still get the experience they sign up for. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here's hoping that you don't get any declines this year. (laughs) Um, Or if you do, you handle them extremely well and you learn from them and you still manage to make massive advocate, client advocates and referrers out of those clients that uh, even have those tricky loans. Thank you very much for tuning in again. And if you do have any topics that you'd love to hear from, please send them through. We always love to get your comments, thoughts and topic suggestions. We'd also love it if you could share this episode with anyone that you think would benefit from it and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the LVR podcast. We hope you gained massive value from today's episode. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Success and Broker and The Broker Journal, driving broker routines and behaviours for better client outcomes. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
And we'd appreciate if you gave us a five-star review. That way, it'll help others who would value this content too. We'll join you in the next episode.